that found men cry on average about four times a month. That seems like a lot, right? Four, four times a month, dog? Tim Ross has earned the ability to be more emotional. Imagine if every man you met cried as often as Tim does in a podcast. Bruce Lawn. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new study comes out revealing that men are crying more than ever. All right, this is a clip from Breaking Points titled, Modern Men Cry More Than Women. This defies all stereotypes. All right, let's jump into this clip, and uh, you guys tell me what you think. On to my favorite block, maybe ever, which is just- Shout out to Breaking Points, by the way. They just cracked a, uh, a million subscribers. Big props to them. They got a new set. I love it. Breaking Points is independent media that I enjoy. And uh, yeah, they, 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 I've been watching them for a while. It's, it's a, I say, a relatively good source to get some balanced media stuff, all right? Called men. <laughs> On the screen, just, just men. We did, did you of know course, we put this in the D block? This is in the D block, so this is the, <laughs> right. And, and we did, of course, consult McGriffin, the uh, extraordinary production team here for their thoughts yes. on the study. And Crystal actually has- Yeah, that, that rate, you see that ratio though? <laughs> you see that ratio though? That means that men weren't happy with this video. Some thoughts to include from one of her offspring. Yes. When it comes to men. Facts. Um, but let's put, let's go ahead and put D1 up on the screen. This is from studyfinds.org. They write, modern men are now just as likely as women to openly display a sensitive side. According to a new survey, the poll of 2,000 adults finds 71% of men confess to being in touch with how they feel compared to 82% of women. So pretty close there. Across all respondents who consider themselves sensitive, 41% outwardly show this side of their personality, quote, often or quote, all, early, always. A third think being in tune with how they feel is the sign of a good leader, while 30% of 37% of men would consider being called quote sensitive a compliment. Only 23% of women feel the same way. In fact, 24% of women in the survey would feel insulted if someone referred to them that way. Now, this study, I found we need framework. We need instructions. We need a north star. We need hierarchy. What is this participation culture entitlement? What is going on? We're men. Hold the line. This is bizarre. You got men who are basking and displaying their emotions and their sensitivities. It's actually pretty amusing. Was commissioned by Avino. And mm. it found 55% think others, men who openly show their sensitive side, make them more likable. And the research found 48% of respondents believe it's more socially acceptable for women to so show their sensitive side than men. That's not entirely surprising. Yeah. <sighs> the simps are taking over in a time where there is a war waged on masculinity. A nation rises up to defy all the odds. Simping for the bag. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Let's hear this out. I mean, none of 
this is, is super shocking to me. It does feel like a shift, of course, but one that's somewhat predictable. Yeah, I thought one of the most interesting, I thought, I wonder what you think about this, mm -hmm. is they said 37% of men would consider being called sensitive a compliment, whereas only 20 That is, that's cat percent of women feel the same way. In fact, 24% of women in the survey would feel insulted if someone referred to them in this way. But I sort of think- I, No man thinks being sensitive is a compliment. That's cap. I think that that's justified because I do feel like if you call a woman sensitive, it is kind of more of a slight. Whereas if you call a man sensitive, it's like, oh, he's like in touch with his feelings. Right. He's very sweet and he's no. sensitive, you know? So I, I sort no, of feel like- No, 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 no. If, 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 if a man calls another man sensitive, we're saying that you're sensitive. We're, we're, we're really saying is you're kind of easily offended, bud. That's a legitimate way to view it, that the word is a little gendered in the way that it is applied. What do you think? Nah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I think it's we have these, um, we, we've sort of tried for some really good reasons to walk away from the excesses or the stereotypical traits associated with both sexes. So yeah. uh, overt masculinity is now has now been like pinned to toxic masculinity. Right. And uh, over femininity has been pinned to like what Sheryl Sandberg would, you know, probably not personally describe, but implicitly sort of cast as a weak. Uh, Ryza not usually means you're soft. I would agree, my guy. In the workplace, et cetera, et cetera. And so you see people now increasingly finding that as like actually offensive because it's been associated with, you know, in some degrees, if, if women want to, you know, I don't know, like if you're in the workforce, then men are going to obviously make sensitivity probably a negative trait for women. Right. Um, which is not right, but like that's what's going to happen. And so you see this like walking away from that on both, from both sexes. That's really actually fascinating. It, it kind of reminds me of some of the research about how when women take time off from work to like go to their kids yes. ballet recital or be soccer coach or whatever, it's held against her. Mm -hmm. Whereas when men do it, it's like, look at that great dad. <laughs> wow. What a great. So wow. I never thought about that. I never thought, wow, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, if I take time off to go to an event, yeah, it's usually viewed that way. I never thought that, I always thought moms were the ones at these events. Someone said, um, so Jesus was soft. Okay, first of all, how many times in the Gospels does it say that Jesus wept? How many times? How many times did Jesus cry? Honestly, how many times? I'll wait. How many times? One time. One time. Jesus wept. Why? Because his friend Lazarus died. So Jesus, in the entire New Testament scriptures, in the entire Gospels, cried twice. In his three years of ministry that we have documented, he cried two times. Okay? So he cries when Lazarus dies. He cries and he weeps over Jerusalem. And you could say he sweat uh, tears of blood when he when he was about to go to the cross, fam. To the cross. Two times at least, three times at the most. Are we all on the same page? Are we all on the same page? Two times at least, three times at the most. Okay? First time, Lazarus, his buddy dies. Pretty sad, even though he raises him. Okay? Second time, over Jerusalem, lack of belief. That sucks. Yep. Third time, when he's sweating tears of blood, he's about to go to the cross. The Literally the worst thing anybody can go through. So this whole notion that, like, crying is normal. What are we talking about? For men. For men. For men. Now, if you're crying because your parent died, if you're crying, right, crying because you had a baby, right, that's different. Clearly that's different. You should, you should cry occasionally. The question is, should you cry as much as what's being projected on men to cry today? That's the question. Men are repeatedly told that they need to be more emotional. 
I think if you're crying all the time, I mean, Kelly, Kelly P., one of our moderators, has a, great, has a great point. She says, in all seriousness, I would think that the Lord wants us to have self-control in terms of emotions, too. You can't be led by them, whether male or female. Right? Jesus is the ultimate example. Yeah, a man crying all the time has issues. A man crying all the time needs to go to therapy. A man crying all the time needs to make some drastic changes. Absolutely. So if in the life of Jesus, he cried but a handful of times, well then, that should set an example. Hey, you want to see something kind of crazy? Over 75% of the people that watch this channel are not subscribed. Please consider subscribing and turning your bell notification on so that you don't miss anything we have going here. All right? Peace. So let's, let's keep listening to this. One great guy, yeah. so involved in his own children's <laughs> lives, right? Um, so I do think like that's tied to this sensitivity um, conversation. There was another stat here that was surprising to me. I take all of this with a great assault, but there was a survey in 2021 of over 2,000 people, so it's mm -hmm. not a super small sample or anything, that found men cry on average about four times a month. That seems like a lot, right? Four, four times a month, dog? Four times a month? I cry maybe four times a year, maybe four times a year, usually during worship or if my kids do something super sweet or cute and I'm just trying to be in the moment, being nostalgic, right, in the moment, like, oh, man, four times a month? It seems like a lot. Yeah. It was actually more then women reported crying, and this is all self-reported. They Women weep about three times in a given month. Men weep at about four times in a given month. That's 48 times a year for men and only 36 for women. Um, this is the views that I asked my 15-year-old who you know, is in touch with the, the, the young gents and the, the upcoming generation, the Gen Z vibes. and also. So that's a 2,000-person survey. I mean, this is what men are saying. I don't know if it's true. This is what they're saying, right? It's, it's just a legitimately hilarious person. <laughs> and she said, she texted me, they need to... Cry more, complain less, and start fewer podcasts. <laughs> wow. That was her analysis of, of all of this. They need to cry more, complain less, and start more podcasts? What? I would... Legitimately uh. wanted on one of these mugs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> seriously. She's amazing. But I, I have to say, like, there's, there's a fine line, Emily, mm -hmm. between, like, you know, not just shoving your feelings down, not feeling like you have to put up some brave front all the time and be toxically masculine, however you want to define. Like, there's a fine line between... It's fine for men to have feelings, to show feelings and be themselves and all that stuff and being overly self-indulgent. And I honestly don't even feel like that's a male-female conversation. I also feel like there's just like a little bit of that generationally where mm -hmm. there's so much emphasis on like working on yourself and self-care. It can, it can go from being a good thing, which is beneficial to, you know, pay attention to yourself and what's going on and feel comfortable with your emotions and like be able to work through those things, et cetera. And just like a narcissistic, self-involved tendency that ends up being a burden on the people around you. Yes. To me, there's a fine line between those things. And gotta say, weeping four times a month feels like it's over that line. <laughs> I mean, let the women sell it. I want to know what you guys think. You think crying four times a month is normal? Just to be totally real, not to go all Andrew Tate here, but that feels like it's a little over the line. Not to go all Andrew Tate. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I cry four times a month. I don't think I cry once a month. I consider my, listen, I do cry once a month. There's no doubt about it. Well, and here's the other thing I, I want to I know. I feel like I cry a lot, but I don't know that I cry once a month. Here's the other thing I want to know. What counts as crying? Because, right, right. listen, you put up even just like a stupid television commercial about like kids and something sentimental. I am a sucker. I will tear up over anything. Yes. My kids dance recital, right? Or her little. Yeah. I mean, I, listen, crying during worship, crying over, 
Your kids, different. I, I, I would say different. I, I'm still not crying for a month. No, I, I, I have a macro idea, all right? I got a macro idea. But let's look at these comments and why they got ratioed so bad. Because <laughs> this is wild. All right, so let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Kyle definitely cries more than Crystal. Gosh, they went after her husband. I think this episode supports the view that women that uh, that women say they want sensitive men that cry, but they actually don't and will make fun of it. <laughs> Yo, women, we want men to express their feelings and feel free to cry. Men, express their feelings and cry. Women, what a loser. Yo, these comments are amazing. Imagine if Sagar and Ryan sat up there laughing, smirking, smiling, and mocking women for crying and seeing they should complain less and not start podcasts. Oh, buddy. Example of the problem right here with society's view on men. These comments are brutal. Crystal and Emily went really off brand with this one. I thought Crystal would bring it back to economics. Men cry because they ooh, men cry because they can't find jobs in a country where men's worth is attached to his earning potential. And Emily would bring it back to culture. Men have no friends, are overly dependent on video games, corn, and drugs. Instead, their main explanation was that supposedly men are socially rewarded for being sensitive while women are not. Not my experience as a man, but okay. She is. Uh, she says it's okay for men to cry while laughing that men cry more than women. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Wow. As a guy who's been called sensitive by men and women, I can assure you they meant it in an insulting way. Holy moly, man. I could just spend the rest of the stream looking at these comments. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's what I want you guys to think about. Okay. There have been other studies done that have suggested that men feel a wider range of emotions than women. There have been studies done that suggest that. I don't have them in front of me, but for the sake of this video, just assume I'm right. There are, there's a lot of pressure on men. There's a lot of uh, directions that men are being pulled. There is a lot of confusing messaging to men. And there is, un unfortunately, double standards here, right? Like the, the complex range of emotions that men are feeling when they're, they have to deal with all the shenanigans that they have to deal with in society. It is difficult to articulate, right? But it wouldn't surprise me if men were empirically proven through some sort of study that, that, that they are uh, more emotional, if you will. Let's just use the word emotional. The issue becomes how and where and why do men express this emotion? Let me give you an example. Men, especially as we get older, have trouble forming friendships. And this is why. They've said that women tend to have relationships face-to-face, -face, right? Women tend to enjoy getting coffee with their friends. They will just get together for the sake of getting together and just talking. Men tend to build relationships shoulder-to-shoulder. Shoulder-to-shoulder meaning like activities, right? So why a lot of girls in their late 30s and early 40s start golfing, uh, playing sports, right? All of these different things. Men tend to build relationships shoulder-to-shoulder, -shoulder, work, those sorts of things. 
once you exit your early to mid-20s, it becomes more and more difficult to build relationships shoulder to shoulder as a man versus women that just they just kind of keep up, right? Like none of my guy friends have ever called me and been like, yo, let's go to coffee, right? Like it's like usually like, hey, let's go and, and go shoot guns. Let's go and, and go play basketball. Let's go and go golfing. But notice the on-ramp to everything I just described requires more effort, right? So if we're naturally not the type to just sit and talk to each other face-to-face, it becomes more difficult for men to be in relationship as they enter their 30s and 40s. And the only relationships men tend to end up having is work relationships, right? Unless you're diligent about being plugged into a local church or you're diligent about going and playing sports or diligent about going having that gym buddy. It, 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 it can become difficult. And so men then don't have an outlet a lot of times because everything they do kind of requires a bigger on-ramp. It takes more effort to go plan a trip. It takes more effort to go play sports. It takes more effort to go to the gun range. It takes more effort to go hunting. It takes more effort to do shoulder-by-shoulder activities, whereas women can literally just get together and just talk. We don't really do that, right? We don't, we don't really do that. It's, we just, we're wired differently. So that's why you tend to see more men with higher self-deletion ideation. We see more men, higher rates of depression. We see more men, right? Because there, there tends to not be an outlet for that. And as you guys saw in that clip, ah, don't, don't be, you know, be sensitive, but don't be too sensitive. Cry, but don't cry too much. It's like, well, what, what does any of this mean? And I, I drive all this home. I drive all this home to, to say that we have to, as men, we do have to learn two things. We have to learn a, a healthy outlet to process the things that we're going through, which, by the way, sometimes isn't always helpful to talk about stuff with our wives because they, they just don't always understand the same pressure. And two, we have to learn to win to be stoic because if the world is coming apart around you and people are depending on you to lead and be the rock, sometimes you have to know when to not show your emotions and how to productively articulate them, right? So it's like, I, I have to, what, what do we do? I'll tell you what I do. We get the UFC fights. Remember, men like to do stuff shoulder to shoulder. So what do we do? I got a couple guys and we've been consistently getting boxing matches and UFC fights. I'm not even that into boxing and UFC. I'm actually not into boxing at all. I like UFC a little bit. And so we had a bunch of guys in here just a couple weeks ago. We're getting a fight again July 10th. Right? These are guys I've known for 20 plus years. We get together, we watch the fight. And then in that, we don't turn the fight off and look at each other in our eyes and say, How are you doing, bro? Right? How are you feeling? We don't really do that. We, we just, this conversation kind of comes up. We just start talking, sharing. In the middle of the fight, we're talking, we're sharing, we're opening up, we're being vulnerable. We're talking about my, one of my buddies is, who I've known for 20 years. He's, he's going through uh, some health challenges. The doctor's telling him, How long have you struggled with your weight? His response was, well, I've never really struggled. I've just always been big, <laughs> right? And so he's telling me he's opening up about that. And so we have moments where we get together shoulder to shoulder around an activity so that we can have the community and the outlet to process our emotions with other men because only other men tend to understand the pressures that men are going through. Within a marriage, if you have a healthy marriage, that's also uh, what I would call a safe space where I could just go, hey, this is when this happens, I feel like this about this situation, and, I, and I'll just I, I'll try to use words to articulate it. Sometimes I'll make it funny, so on and so forth, right? I'd say men can be more emotional than women. That's a fact. There's a, there's, I think there's a wider range of emotions there. There's a wider range of pressures there. 
However, that doesn't mean that you are allowed to be emotional all the time. It's unhelpful. It's unproductive. You got to learn to practice stoicism and you got to have healthy outlets. Do you think men who are more sensitive than others can, should change to be more stoic? Yes. I think if you're, or, or, check this out. This, this is the caveat to everything I just said. Or you have to have earned the ability to be that way. Now you guys are probably thinking, what, what, what is he saying? Right? What is he saying? There are certain men who, through their transparency, through the value they've added in transparency, are allowed to be more emotional, and it's and it's within a context appropriate. That's that's what I'm saying, and that but that but that's the caveat. That's not the rule. That's the caveat. That's not the rule. Let me let me give you guys an example. Let me give you guys an example. Tim Ross, right? Nori said Tim Ross. Tim Ross has earned the ability to be more emotional. Why? Because one, it's his entire approach is sharing vulnerability. Two, because he's able to add a lot of value to people, right? He's able to, 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 to communicate things in a way that most people can't. And so he has allowed the ability to be more vulnerable. And it's not weird, right? Men like The Rock can cry as much as they want. Imagine if every man you met cried as often as Tim does in a podcast. You see what I'm saying? That's the exception to the rule. That's not the rule. I've hung out with Tim quite a few times. Almost every conversation we've had, he's teared up. It was never weird. And it was always about like meaningful, impactful stuff, not just frivolous stuff. And so he has earned the right, right? And so... But but don't get it twisted. If you're 21 with no life experience, no wisdom, no value, nothing to add, nothing to, and you walk around and you cry in every single conversation you have, bro, nah, fam, we not, we not doing that. We not doing that. Hey, this is a segment from our daily after party stream. Consider partnering with us online for as little as $5 a month to get access to these daily after party streams completely unedited. You'll also get access to our podcast as they are streamed live into the community before anyone else gets to see them, get to interact with our guests, get access to our private Discord server, and a discount code for our store for as little as $5 a month. Ultimately, that will help towards helping us continue contextualizing the gospel using media and podcast here on YouTube. All right, I'll see you over there. Peace.